welcome to this IRF podcast, where I'm joined by my buddy Jules Hull of Stockviews. For those of you that don't know Stockviews, it's a premium fundamental equity research firm covering European companies that has very recently launched an innovative new product called Dragonfly to complement their fundamental analysis. We're very pleased to have Jules here. He's going to tell us all about the new service, which we're excited to hear. So over to you, Jules. Hi, Ed. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, I guess a quick sort of um, one minuter on on how we would explain Dragonfly. Dragonfly basically developed out of us looking for mispricings from the fundamental point of view, but we pivoted it in the last couple of years into being a very sophisticated red flag spotting uh, device that basically looks across accounting, earnings quality and governance, those three pillars, digging into annual reports and, and trying to assess red flag risk from notes to the accounts and other subtle things that, that might easily be missed and process that in an automated fashion. And we've obviously got a lot of aspirations where that can go, but uh, that is in essence what, what we're doing now. So it, it covers across 1300 companies in, in Europe and, and looks for where there are these, these red flags in those three areas. Interesting. And what was the origin of the name, Jules? How did you come up with Dragonfly? Uh, you know what? No one's ever asked us that. But the the, the idea behind the name was that a dragonfly, um, believe it or not, has one of the most complex eyes in nature um, and an incredible brain that allows it to guess where its prey is going to be. Uh, it's got a thousand different lenses. Uh, you know, I think this is correct. And so uh, akin to how we're thinking about Dragonfly, you can assess the inputs from um, many different aspects of your environment to be able to hone in and, and, and kill your prey. So that that was was where uh, the imagery and the thought process came for, for Dragonfly. And with this time of year being, you know, annual reporting season, it seems like it would be a good time for investors to take note of the Dragonfly product. What can they be expecting to get? Yeah, I mean, we certainly think so. It, it's if you look at the, the the distribution of annual report publishing, you're about to go into the real peak season where there's something like thirty or forty will will be published of, of larger companies every day. And what we do with what Dragonfly can do because of the way that that our technology that that we've developed, um, you know, goes into to pulling out a lot of these data sets that aren't obvious, aren't always obvious, and they they, they can't be screened easily by Bloomberg and things. So. I think some of the inter more interesting aspects that certainly will be very topical given COVID and, and where companies sit and, you know, the changing mix of uh, how businesses have, have performed will be things like aging of receivables. You know, that's something that, that companies obviously are keen to produce growth again. So actually follow, seeing whether they're, they're struggling to be paid by their, uh, by their customers will be interesting. Um, the loss allowance on receivables will be another one that will be keen keen to follow. And this is data that you only generally get in the annual report. So there's an important point to make, which is that you can follow a lot of metrics quarterly through um, how you know the company detail or certainly half yearly in the UK. But a lot of more complex and important um, red flag signals actually only come in the annual report where you get data relating to, to some of these issues. So that that'll be those will be the sorts of things that that we'll be looking for. So this should save fund managers a lot of time. Absolutely. I mean that is one of the 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 whole points around 
you know what we're trying to to move dragonfly towards in the future is that you know this is an instantaneous processing of all this data from an annual report which has only become more bulky you know the average annual report has i think gone from something like 100 pages to the last deloitte piece of analysis on this was 185 pages um, and 60 percent of that annual report length is narrative so you takes and and so getting to the the notes to the accounts and the, the fundamentals takes a lot of you know a lot of reading um i think i calculated that if you had a uh something like a a 40 stock portfolio and you read an annual report cover to cover for five days for five hours a day it would be equivalent to at least sort of a month or maybe two months of reading just doing that so i mean that you know there's an enormous amount of data to consume and um, what we do with the red flagging and how we've built dragonflies to try and only surface red flags when we think you need to pay attention to them. So that whole time saving is built into, you know, to how we're trying to display the data as well. Interesting. And I've know, you know, I've been in this industry now for 15 years and I haven't come across a pioneering product such as this. I've heard of people analyzing 10Q and 10F filing, filings in the US, but I've never, I've never seen a business do it in Europe. So it's very exciting that you've developed this and developing it. Um, have you found any competitors? Yeah, I think, I mean, there are, they are, there are competitive services out there that, that, you know, that do a lot of, um, that do some basic sort of accounting um, analysis. I think where we're trying to, and slowly building um, a USP is in really going into the, the detailed stuff beyond the obvious, some of the more obvious metrics. Um, and, you know, bear in mind, we have built a lot of our thought process around things like financial shenanigans, which obviously was written by Howard Schillett of CFRA, which is probably one of the best known accounting services. But in this systematic machine driven way, I think it's 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 certainly not something that I think is is done as um, done in this way. And and I think that's where we're we're hoping to to move Dragonfly to and make it a really unique service. So, yeah, no, there's a lot of exciting potential. So something that fund managers and analysts ask me quite frequently, actually, is just, is whether any of our providers have information on directors' remuneration. Um, now, I've never really found any providers that, that has that sort of up-to-date information, which is obviously very telling for their interests within a company. Um, and so I was wondering whether that's something that you've looked to develop. Yeah, I, I, very topical, actually, because, I mean, as I said, one of the three pillars we look at is governance. And it's... In our in, in the ESG framework, it, it is a it's something that you can have a bit more of a granular view on and trying to have a bit more of a, an absolute sort of score around whether something is a problem or not, because the E and the S can can often you can have varying views depending on which data you take and how far up and down supply chains you go. So we've, we've built out already a lot of stuff around governance on, um, you know, audit oversight, um, board oversight and, and compensation. And what we're very soon to launch and quite excited about is we've been able to go in and try and extract, extract the, the data that gives you the metrics for how management are remunerated. So this will be, you know, short term bonus um, metrics and long and LTIP metrics. And the real challenge here is that not only have remuneration reports been getting a lot longer, they tend to be about 20 pages by that of that 185 we, we mentioned earlier of the annual report. But it's so heterogeneous how different companies display this stuff. So 
it's a real challenge being able to pull out the, you know, so some things are much more consistent. So if you take something like, I mean, not even aging of receivables is consistent, but um, across Europe, you, you do have some areas which are consistent with how a company will display its um, its fundamental data. But in, in the remuneration set, it's, it's much more inconsistent. And some of it's in tech, some of it's in tables, some of it relates to historic future. So it's really, it's a real challenge. But I think if you think of accounting as the the how a, a management team might try and present a better picture the remuneration and the governance is often a why uh, certainly the remuneration because you're getting into that incentivization which is absolutely key and we think not very well analyzed um, for the reasons just just mentioned excellent well i'm very pleased that you're developing that can you give us a few examples of of, of when dragonfly has detected um red flags on a particular company and then you've ended up writing one of your uh, extensive reports on that on that particular name yeah that i mean it's it's a it's a constantly sort of evolving thing because we're we're always adding new flags in so at the moment i mean just this week for instance i was i was looking at um safran where uh, uh, which is the aircraft equipment um, engine and and seats uh, since they bought Zodiac Maker. Um, sorry, since they bought Zodiac, where a bunch of different red flags had had recently emerged. So I was looking into that in a bit more detail. Um, but where we've actually gone on, and our analysts have gone on to to really uh, go and uh, investigate a company. I guess one of the one of the recent examples. I mean, the stock price certainly hasn't really moved um, to to sort of suggest there are any issues here. But with Partners Group, which is one of our fundamental stock ideas, we we were alerted to a big build in in um, receivables and long term receivables. And and actually, as we dug into the company and the specifics around that business within uh, the private equity world. Um, a lot of it became, you know, there was a bit of an unearthing of why that might have been the case and what was going on. So it, it was that was probably one of the, the recent quite good examples of where Dragonfly's given us the the impetus to be able to investigate something in more detail, and we found something that we're we're not particularly happy with. Well, that's excellent. Many thanks for your for your time today, Jules. It's certainly a an innovative and fascinating product that you've built at Dra through Dragonfly, and we're very excited about marketing it like we've been successfully marketing your service over several years for the fundamental equity research product we're very pleased that you've now added on this business thank you ed i mean all i would say is that it is possible to because it's not um we're not giving fundamental recommendations it's possible to to have a trial and and um, play around with with dragonfly quite easily so we have a, a website for dragonfly dragonfly.stockviews.com and uh yeah it's you know it's something that we're looking to to evolve and constantly add to we're we're hoping to make quite a lot of investment this year um to our tech team in india who've been doing a fantastic job and tom's hard at work building the algorithms and and you know we're, we're constantly assessing and, and working out how we can improve the product so yeah it's very exciting time well we very much look forward to finding you trialists and bring on all those red flags thank you very much jules Thank you, Ed. Take care.